Hey there, this is your girl Shawanda, and you're listening to Refreshing the Soul Podcast, a show where we bring our experiences and God's truth to refresh the heavy and hard places in your soul. From anxiety to unforgiveness, we'll learn how to come to an honest place in our souls and uproot those hidden lies so that you can discover the unique expression God created you to be in this world. Hey, welcome back to Refreshing the Soul podcast. I'm your host, Shawanda Williams. Thank you for joining me for another episode. And if this is your um, first time tuning in, thank you for joining me. This is a space where we take care of our soul because we believe that soul care is self-care. We deal with the hard places in our soul by coming to an honest place um, with God. We find the root. That root story that we believe about ourselves and we allow God to uproot it and refresh our souls. This podcast is about helping you do the soul work in a safe space. And so right now, I want to just ask you, how is your soul doing? How is your soul doing? Have you checked in with your soul lately to really examine the place of where you're thinking, where you're feeling, where you're choosing So our mind, will, and emotion, how is your soul doing? Um, Take that time. Did something happen during this week that kind of rubbed you a certain way, that triggered uh, a feeling of fear, insecurity, triggered a feeling of um, sadness or whatever it is? Go and take that, um, that feeling, that thought, that, choice you made, go and sit with God, get quiet and um, give that to him, lay it at his feet and say, Hey God, I felt this. Will you help me discover the root to why I'm feeling this, why I'm choosing this, why um, every time I see this person or every time I hear this thing um, or around this certain topic, you know, I get anxious. Or I, I start to close up, I start to hide um, and allow God to um, show you some things God will tell you, but then some things he will show you as you're living life day to day. He will show you where you're at. He'll show you why you do the things you do, why you feel the things you feel. And so I'm actually excited for this episode. Um, it's called freeing the little girl in you. And the reason why I'm excited about this, because, um, I recently, I had this, I guess you could say vision. It was very early in the morning, um, getting up and usually around this time, I, I, um, it's such a, such a sensitive time. And we waking up my soul waking up and just, I can hear and, um, hear God, see God sometimes so clearly, sometimes he, he shows me things within these wee hours in the morning. So I'm like barely waking up. And, um, I just remember kind of like, it wasn't a dream, but more of like a vision of seeing myself as this little girl and this hand reaching out to me, like, Um, to pull me up out of this hole or wherever I was hiding. And I remember like, as this little girl, I was saying, well, is it, is it okay for me to come out? And the hand, the guy, the, which I believe was God, it was God. God was like, yes, you can come out. You're safe. Wow. That 
I don't know if that hit something for someone right now. If maybe as a girl, um, you didn't feel safe and maybe there was a place in your life where you hid your true self. Well, at that moment, God was showing me a place in my life, um, where as a girl, I kind of just, I just started hiding. You know, I, I started, um, not being my true self because I felt that my true self wouldn't be protected. It felt like a harm to be or say what I, who I was and what I wanted, what came natural. It seemed like it always came with punishment or consequences. Um, you know, when I was broken as a little girl, I would, um, or how I became broken, um, it's through different things. You know, I would get ridiculed, picked on, um, embarrassed if I said something that didn't make sense or wasn't popular or, or whatever, even if I was wrong, it was like to the extreme sometimes of how I, um, of how I, what, how people responded to me, whether it's people in my family or people at school. And so it caused me to feel ashamed of who I was. And when shame comes on us, shame is saying, I am this, or it says, I am not this. It's not just being ashamed of what I said, but shame then turns around and says, okay, because of what you said, you are this, you are not loved. You are not wanted. You are not enough. You are wrong. Some things we can, you know, do, we can make wrong choices. We can say the wrong thing, but then to internalize it, to make it a part of your identity and to say, I am wrong. I did that as a little girl. I am wrong. I am not right. And because of that, I hid, I hid my true feelings. I hid my true desires, um, if there are places or things I, I didn't want to do or didn't want to say, I still felt like I had to say yes. I had to do it. I, or I couldn't, I didn't feel safe in expressing myself, expressing my true feelings because I was afraid of what the response would be. Um, there were times too, um, for getting picked on, kind of left out, you know, I wasn't, I was kind of like the church girl in school. People thought my daddy was a pastor. (laughs) So from that and dressing differently and talking differently, that also, um, put a, a, a little stigma on me and, and how people would treat me. So I wouldn't get invited to things. I would, um, be, I could look and see someone whispering, um, whatnot about me and or I would hear that such, such said this about you. So it really brought on the feelings of feeling alone and unworthy, um, to be loved or to be wanted, um, and not feeling like I belonged, you know, again, feeling shame for who I was and how I was. And, um, again, just, it caused me to say yes to avoid, um, hard conversations, but it caused, I'm sorry, it caused me to say yes when I wanted to say no, um, because of wanting to belong, because of wanting, not wanting to disappoint, not wanting to, um, 
add that, have that separation or division between whoever. Um, and then even at home, not getting much attention as this little girl, you know, at the times where I felt like I got um, the most attention is when I excelled at something or did great at something. So it birthed this performer in me where I got to do this in order to be seen. I got to do this in order to be noticed, right? And that really performing, that is not who God created us to be. Something that I love that my pastor has instilled in me is in, in, in um, our community, our church community, is that we are human beings, not human doings. And I was a human doing. I felt like what made me me was who it was was attached to what I did. And really, who we are, how we see ourselves. From that place, it's that's what we do. That's how we do. That's from the from the place of our being, we will be what we need to be in this earth. And if my being, if I felt shamed of who I was, then I was I was never being my authentic self. I was never showing up truly, vulnerably, being transparent, being honest. I was hiding. And so God, he gives me this vision early in the morning telling me it's safe to come out. And so I want to tell someone who's listening right now who may not have felt um, protected or safe to be who they are because you're afraid of the response. You're afraid of the other side of it because you've seen the response before because of what has happened in your past. Cause sometimes, you know, you don't get everything right. You don't say everything right. I want to tell you what God told me It's safe to come out. It's safe to come out, you know? So as this little girl, I'm talking about what I, what I look like as a little girl, but this little girl in me, because I hid myself and I didn't know who I was, um, from such a young age, though I, I grew and throughout, though I aged, there was that part of me that didn't. So this little girl has always stayed in me. The little girl who thought that, let me not say this, because if I do, this is what will happen. That little girl still felt I'm not worthy of, um, being having a friend or being loved this way or not belonging so let me do all these things to show that I'm worthy to be in the circle to show that I'm I'm worthy um to be here let me say yes so I don't disappoint let me be as perfect and get everything right as possible um so that I can be seen and so it showed up for me in my adulthood as that I'm thinking I'm doing these things and um, from a, from just, I'm just a hard worker or, you know, I want everybody to be okay. And, and it's like, no, there's a route to um, the doing and God wants the route to the doing to, to come from a place of being his child, 
being already loved, being already wanted and accepted by him. But some of us we're doing from a place of because of shame. I think about Adam and Eve in the garden when they did something that was wrong, when they sinned, when they did something against God, what God um, told them to do. Not it said shame was the first thing that came upon them, meaning I see that I did something wrong, but I also see that I am wrong. And from that, it disconnected them from walking with God. It said they heard the sound of God walking in the cool of the garden and God asks, asks, um, asks Adam, where are you? So that tells me that they walked with God in the cool of the garden, cool of the, of the evening. They walked with God. And so there's this, and it, and just FYI, just as a side note, go back to last week's episode. I talked about walking closer with God and I've kind of put a little bit of that scripture in there, but if we don't see ourselves properly, if we uh, are allowing shame and we're allowing ourselves to hide who we are, there's a part that's, that means there's a part of us that's not walking with God. There's a part of us we have not exposed to him. There's a part of us that we have not talked to him about. And so, you know, I just want to encourage you that one is safe to come out. Okay. It's safe to come out because the hand of the one who's pulling you out, who's leading you out is the one who is the only one who can protect you. He's the one who made you. It's the one who loves you. It's the one who already accepts you. We just have to train our minds and teach ourselves to think something different. And we're going to get into ways of like, how do we start freeing this little girl in us? Um, so I just think, I just want to go into like just my adulthood and maybe with your adulthood, maybe some of these things you see yourself doing. So the whole part of hiding my true self, right? When hiding my true self, um, sometimes it can look like me not want to share my true feelings because I feel like I'm going to get punished or made to feel ashamed, you know? So it could be in a church environment community um, where people could be sharing things and I'm feeling like, oh, let me not say too much or be or 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 you know let me just be transparent a little bit here you know because feeling like okay now everybody's gonna know my business they're gonna know this or that just thinking about how something will make you look but that is also keeping me and keeping you from not being honest and not being who you are there are people who are not going to like what you say, they're not going to like your transparency and they're going to like your honesty. But are you being true to your feelings? Are you being honest? Are you being true to yourself? Yes, there is a there there are times and places and people where we have to have wisdom on um is it the time to share this? Is it is this in the right is it the right time? Is it the right timing? Is it the right place? Is it the right person or people or group to share this in? But the only way we can get to that is if we are not hiding in ourselves, but if we're hiding in God, if we're having that conversation, that communication with God, because when you have that with him and you begin to 
learn and discover, okay, I'm safe in him, your spirit will, will feel and know, well, okay, it's good to say this here. And so last week, again, go back to that message, walking closer with God. I talk about, um, one of the ways we can walk closer with God and it's actually talking to him, talking to him throughout the day. It's so important because how we see ourselves is all is directly connected to your relationship with God and how you see him. So we're talking about freeing this little girl. We got to start looking at some of the things that we are doing um, that we can trace back to. Oh, it's because this happened when I was a little girl. And so um, something else that I would do is assume people's motives. I would, I would already guess what they're thinking or what they're going to say if I do this. If I say this, they are going to reject. They're going to reject what I'm saying. They're not going to believe it. They're going to say this and this isn't that. So I'm assuming people's motives before I even say anything because of what happened in the past as a little girl. Because that little girl in me is saying, don't say that. Because if you say that, then this is going to happen. So this little girl in me, she's bound to what has happened to her. And assumes that, assumes the future because of the past. She assumes what's going to happen to her now because of what happened to her then. Does that sound like you? Are there some hard conversations that you know you need to have, but you haven't had it? You've procrastinated because you don't want conflict because maybe that little girl got in a big fight and lost. Maybe that little girl was um, um, felt a lot of fear when someone much bigger or more more vocal said something to her to make her feel small. Does that sound like you? Is there, is there places where you just, you don't, you show up already feeling like you don't belong and looking to feel accepted, looking for permission or validation from the people to then feel like, oh, okay, they like me. Okay, I'm good. Do you do that? Are you someone, and this is me, where if there if you're misunderstood, you try to explain or and you you try to over you almost over explain to make sure they understand and you know because in fear of there being conflict and fear of there being rejection and fear of like it breaking out to something else, do you do you do that? I don't like being misunderstood, but it's okay. <laughs> is 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 not the end of the world what what is that what is that anxiety that comes up in you when you're afraid that someone's not going to like you you're afraid that if you say this or you're afraid because there's a disagreement what is that anxiety where is that coming from what does the little girl look like and sound like in you that's what I want to ask right now to free the little girl, we have to start becoming sensitive and aware to some of the assumptions 
the thoughts that we have um, and ask ourselves, where is this coming from? Why am I thinking this? You know, something I was thinking too was that some lies are not the enemy whispering in your ear. Some lies is coming from the little girl in you that hasn't been freed. Some lies are coming from a place in you that was disturbed, where your peace was disturbed as a little girl and you believed a story about yourself that was not true. And now that little girl is constantly talking to you when anything comes up that triggers this place of it's going to happen again if you don't do this. It's going to happen again if you say this. Some of those lies not from the enemy it originated from the enemy but now it's just been the little girl recycling and cycling over and over again in your head of the fear of the trauma of the of the past and God wants you to be free God wants us to be free he wants that little girl to be free you know, I recently, as I've been doing the work and I will, I'm going to give you three things that, um, God has that I've, I've, um, been practicing as far as this place in me after him showing me this little girl, three things I've been practicing to, um, free this girl. Um, but I want to tell you, like, as I've been practicing this, like I've been, I, I would have issues with having hard conversations with people like and I'm talking about a hard conversation is like telling someone no for something they may want me to do or be in or or just rejecting someone else like telling them my true feelings like that's a hard conversation for me um is it's becoming easier but it's a place in me that um fear is just the rejection of them and it all come, it all stems from a place of a little, the little girl inside of me when that happened to her, she didn't want to be rejected. So anything that looks like she's going to, that's going to put her in harm's way or put her in a, in a position where she could be rejected, she doesn't want to be rejected. So these hard conversations of saying no, and what it, it, that, that's my hard conversation. <laughs> that's what it looks like that little girl in me looks like. And so recently, um, I had to have a hard conversation with someone that I did not want to have. Um, I had convinced myself what I noticed in this. I convinced myself that they are going to respond this way. And when I noticed that, when I noticed this, I noticed that I procrastinated in having this conversation (laughs) with them. I avoided it. And I really had to sit with God and, and be like, look, this is I, like, is this you? Like, what, what should I do? And in it, God was like, you got to trust the God in me. Because with the, the things that has always pulled me out of my comfort zone is God's word. And I was not hearing God's word. I'm like, God, if you say this, 
I will have this conversation, <laughs> even though as hard as it may be, I will have it. And God wasn't giving me the word. I'm like, what is going on? So I'm sitting here in this place in the presence with God. And he was like, you got to be okay trusting me in you. Okay. You got to, you, you, you got to understand I'm with you. I have you. Whatever that is, that's fearing um, that you may say something that's going to blow up this relationship. You got to change your mindset. And so I believe God used the place of not telling me what I wanted to say to help me examine that fear, to help me come to um, an honest place that I'm afraid of speaking my truth because I fear that it's going to destroy a relationship. And that goes back to not feeling belonged or wanted. And, and, and God's like, you already wanted, you already belonged. And so I had to reprogram my mind and say, you know what? This person is not going to reject what I'm going to say. And they're not going to reject me. Matter of fact, and this is what God put in my head. He was like, what if the person is waiting for you to say what you're going to say, say to them? What if you're going to confirm in them what I told them already? like huh I didn't think of that see the little girl in us keeps us so limited to our thinking and what can be real and it's it, it the little girl only wants you to see one way because that's all she knows this is what she's experienced and that's what she's trying to convince you of but when we sit face to face with God when we bring ourselves into God's um, presence and when we get quiet and tell him and talk to him and about what's going on and how we're feeling and hear what he has to say about it. He'll give us a higher perspective. And I just hear that for someone right now. God wants to give you a higher perspective of what you're dealing with. He's going to go deeper first and show you the root, show you the little girl in you. And, and you can even ask him, God, is there a place in me that is causing me to respond this way or to not respond? Maybe you're like me, you procrastinate, you avoid hard conversations. God, what is that? Why do I do that? And him showing me why, but him also giving me um, a higher perspective. I had to choose <laughs> like every single day leading up to this conversation that this is how I'm going to think. And this is what I'm going to choose to believe. That this person will not reject me, that this relationship will stay intact. God's going to give me the wisdom to say what I need to say. And if anything, this person, this is going to confirm something that God has already told them. And um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be convinced that this is, this will take the relationship to another level because I'm, I'm, I'm being honest. I'm giving my true self. I'm not hiding. Right. And so was it easy? No. Did the little girl still try to talk and convince me of what, of what she wanted to believe or what she believed? Yes. But every single time I had to tell her, no, 
This is what God said. And this is what we're going to believe. And so I had that conversation and guess what? The person was like, I'm not surprised. It's confirmation to what God told me. What if we stop listening to the little girl and start talking to her? What if we start bringing the girl in us into a place with God and hearing what God has to say? So then we can turn around and talk to her. See, a lot of us right now, you're bound. You're bound. You're in bondage. to the thoughts that you keep, you think it's the enemy, but it's really the little girl inside of you. You feel bound to this cycle, this pattern of how you respond, how you're not showing up, how you're hiding not having the conversations that you're supposed to have, not saying no when you know you should stay no or whatever it may be. Maybe you're performing and you feel like you have to be perfect to feel accepted. You're bound because you're listening and you're not talking to her. You're convinced instead of giving her God's truth. So we got to go and talk to the one so we can talk to her. So this is going to be part one of this freeing the little girl in you. And I want you to stay tuned for part two next week. I'm going to share with you three ways how we can begin to free the little girl inside of us. So I hope this message helped you. I pray that it was a blessing for you. Um, we're still going to, we're going to, we're still going to end with my hiding place because every, the reason why I like this segment at, every, at the end of every um, podcast is because I've hid, <laughs> I've hid in myself and I know you've hid in yourself and you may still be hiding from people, but God wants you to hide in him. He is our hiding place. He is our safe refuge. And so in this, this part of the show, we're going to, um, use this part of the show to get a song that we're going to meditate on this week in our secret time with God and our quiet place with God. We're quiet our, our soul. This is a, a, a song that I believe, um, you're going to pull from, you're going to hear God in to show you what's going on in your soul, to show you where the little girl, <laughs> Where, where, where you started hiding. And he's also going to give you revelation on what you need to start speaking to that little girl. So I'm going to give you a song and then I'm going to give you some confessions. Okay. So for the song for my hiding place, it's called Defender by Francesca. I'm probably going to mess up her last name. Batistel, Batistel, but it's Francesca. It's called Defender. And here's a couple of lyrics that stood out to me in the song that I believe resonates a lot with probably you, um, but definitely me um, and what God showed me when he showed this little girl reaching up, grabbing his hand, saying, is it okay? Is it safe to come out? Him saying, yes, it's okay to come out. The lyrics say, when I thought I lost me, you know, you knew where I left me. You 
introduced me to your love. You picked up all my pieces, put me back together. You are the defender of my heart. It's a beautiful song with lyrics that are, um, are so stirring. (laughs) And if you're in that place where you know, you know, there's a little girl in you (laughs) that needs to be free. I'm telling you this song will bless your soul. And maybe you, this is the first time you ever heard about a little girl (laughs) in you. Um, Still listen to the song and be open. Keep your heart open to what God wants to speak to you. All right. And so let's take this moment. We're going to speak some confessions. Um, I know I didn't do any scriptures during this segment, which is fine. I believe God's God's breath it was still on this on this podcast and this message and you still heard from him. But next week, I got some scriptures for you, some some truth that you're going to give this girl. But in these confessions right now, repeat after me. I'm going to speak this and declare this over our soul. And we're going to declare this to the little girl inside of us. All right. Repeat after me. I embrace and love the little girl in me. I recognize her for what she's been through and give her God's truth consistently. I tell her we are loved because he loved us before anyone else could. We are valuable and will not be afraid for God knows the number of hairs on our head. We will make God our safe place and our true protection. We will hide in him alone. Amen. And just remember, refreshing the soul. It's where soul care is self-care. Bye. Everyone, that wraps up this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get refreshing to those souls who need it. Also, don't forget to head over to Amazon where you can purchase that 30-day devotional Rest for the Soul by yours truly. Um, You want to get it in your hand. And just remember, soul care is self-care. Until next time, bye-bye.